For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. It's time for the Say Hey Podcast, your San Francisco Giants podcast for the real ones. Available wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes are released weekly. Follow on Twitter and Instagram at Say Hey Podcast and like our page on Facebook. It is episode 49 of the Say Hey Podcast. This is Doug Hayes, a.k.a. Say Hey Doug. It is August 28, 2021. Let's bring in my co-host, Say Hey Rob. Rob, happy Saturday morning, my friend. How's it going? Happy Saturday morning. It's going pretty good. Just uh, finishing up a long week here. Hopefully after we get done here, we can enjoy the nice weekend. But really, the weekend starts when I start talking to you. So, you know, <laughs> it's all it's all great times right now. And uh, good to be back on. I haven't been on in about a week, man. Life's been busy. and Missed the age preview. Missed all that good stuff last week. So good to be back on and talk about how our Giants are still hanging in there. Yeah, it's it's been a crazy week. I'm exhausted. Uh, work's uh-huh. been work's been busy. Um, but you know, bringing up that ace preview is funny because it was it was great. We had Josh Ferris on, our close friend, and um, you know, most of our predictions that we did actually like came true. I I said the Giants I saw. take two and three. I said they lose game one, they take game two and three, and we were both on you know the hey Webb and Montas is going to be a great matchup, and mm-hmm. it was um, <clears throat> some late inning magic that weekend from the Giants. He also said take the team total over for the Giants on Saturday. That happened too. So um, you know, yep, <laughs> we don't call each other. Uh, he, he his nickname's Cheeto. We, we don't call each other Cheeto Damas and Doug Adamas for no reason. So I guess I guess we nailed it. Nailed it uh, hey, for last week. You, so. boys, you boys know your stuff. No <laughs> doubt about it. Hey, but it's funny because we're on episode 49, which, first of all, is crazy because um, you know, it feels like we just started podcasting a couple weeks ago. But um, Sure does. Uh, you know, speaking of 49, I'm, I'm a 49er fan, and it's making me think that, you know, probably our next episode, we're going to have to do our, you know, NFL preview uh oh. predictions like we did last year and i thought we both did pretty good last year except i obviously i had my niners back in the super bowl against the chiefs that didn't happen but i did nail three of the four teams that would be in the uh championship conference championships so and i know like i remember i was like really dude the steelers and you you picked the steelers from dead on or <laughs> oh yeah and, i forgot but they started off super hot and they were way better than i thought they would be so you know, maybe we know a little bit about football too. So, guess stuff. Dude, dude, has a team ever faded out like they did last year? My goodness, they did fade out quick though. That's true. Um, so yeah, maybe in the next episode we'll have to do our uh, NFL predictions for the season. That'll be fun. And I'll start studying college. We do love college football. I know college football starts today. My team plays next week. I think you guys play Thursday. I'm a Michigan Something fan. Like Rob's an Oklahoma fan. So, uh, but we have you know fun. What? We're, we're here to talk baseball. Um, 
you know, checking in. And of course, uh, it's been a, it's been a crazy ride, obviously, uh, this season for the giants. Um, they did lose last night on Friday in Atlanta, that six to five game tough loss. Um, but so did the Dodgers. So lost no ground, uh, which is fine by me. It feels like whenever the giants win, the Dodgers win and whenever the giants lose the Dodgers lose. So, you know, if that holds up for the rest of the season, we'll be just fine. Um, yeah, that's been going on now for about, <laughs> I feel like three, three weeks to a month. They, they, both really seem to be on a, they seem to be on a collision course. Yeah, like all of August, I feel like they have the same results. I know the, the Dodgers are red hot right now. There's no denying that, um, uh-huh. even despite last night's loss. But Giants are 83 and 45. Uh, the Dodgers are 81 and 48, two and a half games behind them. And then if you go way down to third place, uh, you know, MLB's beloved San Diego Padres are uh, 15 games out of the NOS lead and struggling to try and get into that second wild card, which. Um, you know, the Giants and Dodgers are all but confirmed making uh, the postseason this year. So, uh, yes, yeah, the, I, you know, I want to get your thoughts real quick before we kind of because what we're going to do is we're going to preview September. I thought it'd be kind of nice to look at the final month, even though I know the season does go into the first week of October this year. Um, thought it would have been cool to kind of look forward to September, not game by game, but series by series and see, um, you know, how the Giants either hold on to this NL West or they let it slip out of their hands. So thought that'd be cool. Um, you know, I, I wanted to ask you point blank, though. Like, it would, if, if the Giants happen to fall out of the NL West lead and become the first wild card, which means it would be hosted in San Francisco at Oracle Park, would you rather face the San Diego Padres or the Cincinnati Reds? Ooh, that's a that's a kind of a tough one considering how both teams are playing right now. But I would still I'd want to play the Cincinnati Reds because you know you don't want to yeah, a team like the Padres. Yeah, they're, they're struggling right now, but you, you don't want to face a team that knows you very well in a one game anything can happen, win or go home type of situation. And yeah, they're playing horrible right now. You know, I we've been watching it, it's bad, and the Reds might have. Castellanos hitting 330 and Joey Votto making a late <laughs> search for the, for the MVP and that rotation looking real nice. But I think when it comes down to one game, you don't, I wouldn't want to play the Diamondbacks in a one game playoff to tell you the truth or, or the Rockies or if any, <laughs> any, any team that, you know, has kind of caught on to how Gabe Kapler goes about things and know what to expect, sure. you know, firsthand when they, when they play the giants and, you know, there's still a lot of star power on that team. Uh, you know, Jace Tingler is, is kind of, you can see he's kind of lost that clubhouse a little bit. And, you know, they're they're in a bad way right now. But, yeah, push comes to shove. I would still rather take the team from the NL Central in a one game. Let's just win and move on type of scenario. Yeah, that, those are great points. Um, you know, the familiarity of the Giants and the Padres. And, again, and, and we'll talk about it in a minute, they still have – 10 games against each other the rest of the way. They literally play a third of their games against the San Diego Padres. Um, yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see how they do against them the rest of the year. We'll get into that in a minute, but I'm kind of on the opposite end. I, I would rather face the Padres. I just, I don't know. I, I know both lineups, you know, when they're, they're fully healthy and good to go, they're both really good. Um, I just, I have no fear really of, 
of any San Diego starter right now, I, especially in a one-game play. And I know Blake Snell threw well the other night, even though that's you know uh, once every three or four starts this year. Right. But I, I just feel like I'd rather I'd rather face the Padres. Um, and again, maybe use you could use the familiarity argument in favor for the Giants because they know how to play the Padres and they've that's done true. fairly well against them this year too. So I don't know; it's a little weird, especially if it's at home. Um, I know back when the Padres were still really close around uh, the Padres, by the way, currently are two games behind the Cincinnati Reds for that second wild card spot. But, um, you know, when we were talking, it was probably like four or five weeks ago when the Padres were still in the thick of things. Um, and I remember we said, hey, if we're going to play the Padres in a wild card, um, it better be in San Francisco because I do not want to play at Petco. Um, in a one-game playoff, that is a, an electric environment. Um, you know, San Diego's got a great crowd. So, yeah, I, I still would – it's it's inevitable now. Like, if they're playing each other in a one-game playoff, it's going to be in San Francisco. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just feel like I'd rather play the Padres. But you do make great points. Um, so, I will, you know. uh, let's just – please, let's just avoid that game, you know, all in all. <laughs> one, one, one game against, you know, Mudville. Anybody. Nine, I wouldn't want to do that. Bad news bears. You never know. Exactly. And um, so, yeah, but, you know, just win the NOS. Like you just said, you don't have to worry about it. So, yeah. <laughs> um, the Say Hey podcast is sponsored by Manteca Bedquarters. Whether you're located in the Bay Area or the Central Valley, head out to Manteca and visit Manteca Bedquarters for great rates on mattresses from Stearns and Foster. Tempur-Pedic, and other top brands. Manteca Bedquarters also has bedroom furniture and bedding accessories. Located on the corner of Main and Yosemite in Manteca, visit MantecaBedquarters.com for more details. Interested in starting your own podcast? Then Anchor is the right platform for you. When it comes to creating a podcast and editing and producing, Anchor has all the necessary tools for you to have a top-notch product. Anchor also distributes to your favorite podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify. They even give you the opportunity to make money like we are right now just by having them as a sponsor. The best part? It's completely free to download and use. Download Anchor in the App Store or on Google Play and get your podcast started today. You know, okay, so looking ahead to September, and I know there are those three games, um, October 1st, 2nd, 3rd, at Oracle Park that the Giants wrap up with the San Diego Padres. Um, so we'll, we'll, we can kind of tie that in, I guess, to the rest of uh, the season. But, you know, a couple more games here in August. Obviously, the Giants lost the first of three in Atlanta last night. Um, but then this upcoming week, uh, they have uh, the Milwaukee Brewers come to town. So I'll tie in, uh, you know, Monday and Tuesday. It's still August, but whatever. Monday through Thursday, um, August 30th through September 2nd, Milwaukee is in town. And we know what they're capable of. They have arguably the best pitching rotation in baseball. Um, the bats are more than capable to hang with anybody. Uh, you know, kind of talk about what you think. Uh, about the upcoming Brewer series this next week. I'm actually going, I'm taking my mother on Tuesday. Okay. So, uh, so Mama Kath and I are going Tuesday to Oracle Park and um, it's going to be fun. Had to jump on that uh, buy one, get one 
<laughs> deal that yeah. the Giants are doing. It was a great deal. So absolutely, absolutely, yeah. They're they're just they're begging people to get to the park right now. Yeah, and yeah, yeah I mean, but the, this is the time of year though. Like 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 you're saying, uh, you know, the the Brewers coming in, and you know, you and you and I got them both in our top five power rankings. I think I had them at three. You had them at four this week. Yeah. So, I mean, they're more than capable. Hopefully they can avoid a uh, Freddie Peralta in that series, but I guess we'll, we'll find out. But uh, I, a team I would not want to face in, in October. I don't, I don't want to face them next week, <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 I want to, I want to believe going into that series, the fact that they've seen Woodruff once this year and, They've seen Corbin Burns yep. once this once this year a few weeks ago. I would hope because the, the Giants have, with the exception of like Walker Bueller, they've done very well facing facing guys for the second time and and so on and so forth. Even top line had, starters, like you're saying. Y- yes, yes. But that first go around, they have struggled. So I'm looking for that matchup for those matchups. You know, early in games that they can get on them early and not let them get into a nine up nine down groove and okay here, here we go they're just throwing out the stretch all game you got to make those guys work you got to draw walks and that's what the giants have you know done a, a good job doing this year which is working counts and the brewers have a great bullpen as well like we all know so even if you get those guys out of the game early it's not gonna necessarily make it a ton easier but you know and hopefully you got to have starting pitching picking it up just a little bit i don't logan webb's not gonna throw in that series i don't think unless he's throwing it's a four game series you said right yeah he actually would line up to throw he, yes. thursday he could, the, the, the last finale game. yep yes okay yeah okay four, you're right four game series so it's gonna be a, t- a test for for those guys you know and no no doubt about it because they've you're going up against a pitching staff like that you know you don't want to get tax your bullpen early in that series especially if you're if you're going to be probably playing in a lot of close, tight knit games the whole way, every series is going to or every game is going to be right down the wire like they, it was in Milwaukee. So it's not going to not going to be easy whatsoever. Just hopefully, this our starting pitching can match up with theirs just a little bit, just for the bullpen's sake. Yeah, for sure, and. It- you know, the last time uh, these two teams met was just a couple weeks ago in Milwaukee. The Giants obviously took two or three, um, but this easily could have been, you know, a sweep either way. And I mean, the Giants could have swept and the Brewers could have swept. That's how tight this series was. So, was. Um, you know, Milwaukee's definitely a team and we'll wrap up with them soon. I, I just I, I don't want to see them at all um, in October unless we absolutely have to. Um, because I, their starting rotation puts a little more fear in me than, you know, even the Dodgers right now. And, and I know Scherzer is thrown extremely well right now. I mean, the Padres couldn't even really do anything against him the other night. We all know, like right. you said, what Walker Bueller's, um, capable of, you know, Julio Urias has been very good this year. The, the Dodgers still have, you know, three reliable starters right now, but, um, you know, you're getting like elite pitching, um, you know, from a Burns, a Woodruff, and a Peralta, uh, you know, from, from Milwaukee. And, and you know, Milwaukee's a tough place to play, too. I wouldn't want to play them in the series. So, a very, yeah. very important four-game set um, with them coming to Oracle next week. And then after that, next weekend, here come the Dodgers for the last time uh, this regular season uh, in San Francisco, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, 
I don't, it's, it's a little far out. I mean, we could project, but I'm assuming we'll see, uh, uh, we're probably going to see like Alex Wood in this series, probably Cueto, because I think Gosman's going to be pitching against, um, you know, the Brewers on Wednesday. So really depends. Yeah, probably, on uh, pro- probably Descalfani as well, because I think Des- he throws tomorrow. Yeah, so he would probably line up to to open that for Friday, which, you know, Descalfani struggled this year against the Dodgers, so that is a little worrisome. Um, sure has. But, you know, these are the final three times they'll play each other. They've played 16 times. It's eight and eight. They both scored 68 runs against each other. I mean, it can't be more even. And that's what you love to see between uh, Giants and Dodgers. Um, You know, it it sucks when one, and it's been, it's the Dodgers have been good for, you know, almost a decade solid now every single year. You know, the Giants have obviously had really good years in the last decade or so, but the Dodgers are there every time. I think they've won the last, what, seven or eight NL West pennant or uh, division titles. So, Rather easily too, yeah. And so you know, <laughs> but this rivalry is better, and you can see it this year when both teams are playing well. And you could argue these are the best two teams in baseball. You know, just a two and a half game dis- uh, difference. So, um, man, I, I've been saying probably for about two weeks now, whoever wins this series, and I know there's still plenty of baseball after this, but I feel like yeah. whoever takes a minimum two or three in the series is going to hold on. It's going to win the NOS. What do you think? Yeah, there, there's a good chance of that, you know, I don't have a crystal ball in front of me considering the Giants schedule these next six games before they even get to the Dodgers, like we were just talking about, because we, we saw what the Brazier capable of last night. I mean, the Giants had two two-run leads twice in that game and coughed them up, you know, both times. And you can know that, that that's a confident team right there in Atlanta. So the Giants have the work cut out for them before they, they get to the Dodgers. But yeah, more than likely, you're right. Whoever wins that series is probably gonna, you know, take the take the NL West. So if you're if you're the Giants going into that series, you're you're kind of hoping you st- you're still maintaining a two and a half, maybe three game lead go- going in there, because that way if you do lose two out of three, you know, you're still you're there. still walking you're still walking out ahead. But I mean, like I I don't know. Like I said, it's easier said than done, considering the next six games before they even get there, but. Yeah, I, I mean, you you make a good point. If they're going to – the winner of the NL West is probably going to come out of that series. Although the Giants, you know, luckily you pulled up the schedule here. The, the Giants got the Rockies and the Cubs for six games right right after that. So may, maybe, but they can make up a little ground in there, even though the Rockies have been very, very good at home this year. Well, they like 42 and like 22, like something They're well crazy. over 500 at home. Something yeah. crazy, yeah. And But they're like the worst team in the league on the road, except for last night. You know, so thank you, Rockies. But <laughs> but, but yeah. Um, 43 and 22 at Coors Field, the Rockies. Okay, I was, I was close. I was close. So yeah, I mean, you were, you were probably right. Whoever t- takes that series is probably going to take the division. So it's going to be exciting and we're, we're going to hate it, but it's going to be fun. So let's kind of keep tabs here. Like, can we can we agree, you know, maybe split with Milwaukee in a four-game set? You, even at home, I, I think that would be okay. Kind of just tread water there. And then, yeah, you got you got to take two or three from L.A. So uh, it sounds like so far we're on the same page of what they got to do. But, you know, and then you, you brought up this um, September 6th through 8th. Uh, three games set at Coors Field in Colorado. And yes, the Rockies overall, not a great year. They've probably played a little better than a lot of us thought they would. Yeah. Um, 
you know, especially after all the moves or lack of moves that they made, it, it needed to do. But whatever, that's besides the point. Um, so three games in Colorado, uh, you know, and by the way, this is games 14, 15, and 16 in a row. No days off. Um, right. This is the final series before they finally get a day off on September 9th, that Thursday. You know, this is going to be a, a tougher series than, you know, if you just look at the schedule and go, oh, we're playing the Rockies. Like, no, this is not going to be easy. I think the Giants really need to go in there and, and try and take two or three, and that would be a huge win. Because the Giants have been a good road team this year as well. Um, yes. especially with all the home runs that they've been hitting this year, they still lead the majors. I think they have 194, 195 right now for the season. Um, yes. you know, if they go in and they're just continuing to mash and hit home runs in Colorado, they'll probably be okay. And if it means, you know, we win games 10 to seven, nine, eight, <laughs> whatever, you know, it's September, dude. It just, just find ways to win. Um, you know, but obviously Colorado has has some guys. I mean, Marquez uh, has been good this year, um, you know, uh, throwing for them. So that'll be definitely an interesting series, especially we'll see where the Giants are health wise. Uh, you know, Donovan Solano could be back by then um, right. coming off the COVID IL. So we'll see. That's kind of a toss up. I, I Do you agree? Giants probably need to take two or three there. Three taking a full game, three game sweep would be huge. But I think just take two or three in Colorado, and and that would be good enough. Yeah, I I, I can agree more. And Colorado, man, it's it's been a bit of a house of horrors for for the uh, Giants in in the past. I mean, they they did blow a seven run lead there earlier earlier this year in the Camilo Duval game. So yeah, like like you said, that that team has a little bit of magic and at Coors Field. So just gotta. Like you said, two or three would be a would be a great win there, and uh, then you got to to Wrigley after that. They finally get a day off, and then yeah. they go out to go out to Wrigley, and hopefully they can beat up on a Cubs team who's basically, you know, giving it up. So yeah, well, yeah, the, um, the Giants are nine and four. Or, I'm sorry, yeah, they're nine and four against the Rockies this year, and I I'm trying to show you here. It's kind of a funny stat. Like in those 13 games, the Giants have scored 76 runs. They've only given up 42. So they're plus 34 in run differential against Colorado this year, which is a big gap. So there have been some blowout games. I know uh, actually the one we went to a couple weeks ago, wasn't that like a 7 nothing game? Logan Webb was really good that night, even swinging the bat. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Giants can uh, take care of business in Colorado. They get that day off, like you said. Uh, that's important. Then they go to Wrigley for three. Now, um, back in, I believe it was early June, um, they had a four-game set in San Francisco. Uh, they won the first three, and then they lost game four. That's the game that the Giants gave away late. That's when Evan Longoria ran into Brandon Crawford. Um, you know, everybody remembers that. So that could have easily been a four-game sweep, and that was before the Cubs made all their moves uh, and got rid of their dudes. So – I, you know, going into a three-game set, I don't even care who's lined up to pitch um, against the Cubs, who, you know, they're 18 games under 500 now. They've definitely kind of done what we projected they would do after making all these moves at the trade deadline. All three-day games, 11-20 Pacific start, uh, September 10th through the 12th. You know, is it too too much to ask? Like, the Giants should probably sweep that series? They should definitely sweep that series. The the Cubs have done nothing. I mean, I don't know if you saw their game last night. You know, they had a six to one lead on the uh, on the White Sox. And they give up like 
12 runs or whatever in the third inning. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah. And so hopefully you, you got in a little a live bet on on the White Sox last night when they were down <laughs> by five. Sure, but sure. Y- yeah, the, the, these guys, man, it's I, I feel bad for the fans. I, I really do because they, they have totally just packed it in and called it quits. And yeah, and but make no mistake, you know, they got they got some some good talent over there, some good young talent. We saw Patrick Wisdom earlier this year, you know, turn uh or Oracle into his, you know, into a band box. So yeah, I mean they're um you know they're, they're still capable of smacking the ball around, but yeah, outside of you know Kyle Hendricks, that pitching staff is just basically non-existent. So yeah, it's you gotta sweep those guys. You know they pretty much don't care at this point. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I mean we can move on from the Cubs. Whatever, we agree on that. Here comes yeah. the next day, a four-game set, and here comes the flurry of Padres games. So San Diego comes to San Francisco for four, September 13th through the 16th. Um, right in the middle of the month, there's only a couple weeks of baseball left after this. Uh, three night games and then a day game. Uh, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see because obviously I think I think the Padres by then will still be within striking distance of the Reds or have you know uh, a hold on that second wild card. So. I, I know it feels like that in the last like two weeks, the Padres have kind of given up on things, but I think if they're there then, you know, and maybe their pitching starts going, I can see San Diego is going to, they're going to want to play. And so, you know, the yes. giants have giants have matched up well against San Diego this year. Um, they've, they've gone five and four, uh, but still 10 games left between these guys. I mean, yeah, when their pitching's on, it's good. Um, it just hasn't been on for a while. feels like, so, um, you know, is this a, is this a giants need to split or take three or four? I, I, I think at this point they probably need to just split, especially if they're just still ahead of LA. Um, what do you think? Uh, I think it's serious. You got, you got to take three or four from like, okay. it's, it's still three weeks away, but it's, man I, I i i'm trying to give the padres a little a little credit here i mean but unless they figure something out between now and then and get a little life back back in, the, in that dugout and in that clubhouse like they they look like a team that's just playing out the string right now and that's so weird to say because they're right there you know they they are in this right now but I mean, you were I'm pretty sure you were asleep the, the other night, you know, during that that crazy game. But when, <laughs> I, when turned, I turned it off after the ninth, when they were the extras, I was like, no, nope. yeah. But when they were down three to one, and Tatis hit that two run homer like the fifteenth or whatever what that was to tie the game, dude, yeah. it, it looked like nobody nobody gave a crap. I, I I'm not kidding. Like you know how the Padres are. They got their gold chain. They got the spinner and <laughs> out there just 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 getting swaggy. You know, the whole game. Whenever somebody you know gets so much as a single. None of that. I, I'm not. I'm not kidding. It was okay. A weird, a weird sight to see. So um, unless you know they find a little bit of life between now and then, I'm saying you got to take at least three out of four from those guys because they, they look like they're they're turning against AJ Preller. They're they're like, tuning out Jace Tingler or Jace Tingler's tuning out the or the front office. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of you know looking around at each other over there going, you know, now what, now what, now what? That's yeah. what I see when I see the Padres right now. But I think, I think they did actually win last night finally. So maybe, maybe, maybe they they're, they're going to turn around. I don't know. 
Okay. So who knows? Yeah. If the Giants take three or four in that series, that might be the uh, final straw for the Padres too at that point. Um, who knows? There's still a lot of baseball between um, and after. And then after September 17th through 19th, the Braves, who the Giants are playing for the first time right now in Atlanta, come to San Francisco for three um, for a weekend set, two night games and a day game, of course. Uh, this would be interesting. This would be, I, I feel like the Braves are in a good position now. Um, they're probably going to hold on to the NL East. Um, you know, they have, uh, let me, let me double check on these standings right here. They have a, yeah, a five and a half game lead on the Phillies. They've won eight out of their last 10. It looks like they're figuring things out or already have figured things out. Plus I never trust the Phillies anyways. And the Mets aren't getting to ground back. It seems like for a couple more weeks, at least that's probably too late. Um, so yeah. That's going to be a tough series, but it's at home. Giants, best home team in baseball. Um, yeah, I mean, take two or three here against Atlanta, uh, I would think, and, you know, just keep winning series, which the Giants have done. I think they've won, like, 27 or 28 of 40 series. It's crazy. I, I don't have the number in front of me, but the, the Giants win series, and that's why they're at where they are. Yeah. They – um. I don't know what the Giants' longest winning streak is this year, but it can't be more than like six or seven games. It's, it's been it's nothing. Ridi- it's yeah. been nothing ridiculous, but like you just said, it's they they're just they're winning series. They're, they're somehow taking two out of three, and you know, not in the prettiest fashion all the time, but they're getting it done. And hopefully, you know, hopefully they can swing that this weekend. It's gonna be a, a tall task after losing last night. But yeah, I mean, this this Braves team. Hopefully by then, somebody throws a little water on them. I was hoping the Giants might this weekend, but. You know, that still, still rem- that, that still remains to be seen. But, uh, I mean, hell, if they got rained on last night, they're still on fire. You know, it don't make <laughs> any sense. So, so yeah, hopefully by then, and hopefully the, the home kicking can, uh, you know, get the Giants two out of three there. But, yeah, the, like the NL East, man, the, what a what a crap show that is. It's just a couple weeks ago before the poor Mets had to put, play the – Giants and Dodgers, all those games. I mean, they had a four-game lead going into that stretch, and now they're like seven games out or whatever. It's just in, insanity, you know. And, and yeah, yeah the, the, the Mets have been hurt with you know the Degrom injury and Noah Syndergaard being no more than, than a myth at this point, and and Francisco Lindor and Javi Baez both being out at, at the same time, and in, Lind, in in Lindor's case, just not having a good year, getting booed every time he comes up. You know, that was that was a sight to see this week. But, but, but yeah, the, 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 Braves though, you know, they're playing with, with the, with some, with some spirit and some, and some belief right now. And you hate to see that, you know, when you're playing against a team like that in September. So hopefully by then, you know, th- things are a little bit different. So after the Braves series, so we agree, let's, let's see if we could take two or three at home there against Atlanta. Um, the following Monday, they have a day off and this is nice because, and I'll explain why. So the t- September 20th, they have a day off. A week later, September 27th, they have a, a day off. So they have six games here, and then they're cushioned by off days, which especially, you know, late in September uh, could be important. Giants obviously have some questions regarding starting rotation. Um, they may really need those days off by then. So, I mean, they oh, already yeah. need them now. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah they, they need them right now, uh, really. <laughs> So September 21st through September 23rd, three games in San Diego. Um, these are either going to be 
really important for the Padres or uh, really important for the Giants. I know it's kind of a, a weak take, but um, who knows if they'll be really important for both teams that because, you know, uh, three more again, the Giants have played well against them. So, you know, we'll keep it short since we already have the Padres four games set the week before. But like I said, going down to San Diego, especially I feel like night games, those are, those are not easy uh, to win. So no, you know, say, say both teams are fully healthy and um, you know, both are playing to their capabilities. Is this a series where the giants, you know, taking two or three is a huge win, but taking one of three is not the end of the world. Uh, it really yeah. depends. I mean, now we're now we're like we're almost a month out from this, so like yeah. it, it now, now we're, we're really at, we're really using a telescope on this one. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, it it depends really. Like, are the Padres still do do, do they find it between now and then? How, how are they playing? You know, there are do they have a shot still, or are are they six back of the Reds for that second wild card at that point. We don't know at this rate, they will be <laughs> or if not more. So, which, and if they are it, like, you're, you're making a sound. Um, if they're not really caring at the time, then it's time to pounce. Right. Yeah. I mean, if they're doing anything, like I saw the, the other night, then like I said, they need to beat up on these, you know, guys who are just giving up on life right now. And <laughs> I, I like, yeah, like you said, you know, Petco has always been a, uh, a tough place to play, especially for the giants for whatever reason, but they've, they've done okay this year. And, um, you know, that that's going to be a really interesting stretch for the, for the giants. I think regardless, because I, unless something weird happens, you know, this, this division is going, is going to come down to the last couple games, you know? Oh, for sure. And, it's going to, it's going to impact, you know, how the giants want to set their rotation going into a possible wild card game. You, you, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Like yeah. if they want to, if they want to set, if they want Logan Webb to pitch that game, or if at that point they feel comfortable with throwing Kevin Gossman out in, in a wild card game, which and those, it's, two, uh, those two off days I mentioned could really change things up. How, yes, how they want to yes, do things. Absolutely. But I know it's, you know, it's not a perfect world. You know, you can't have it both ways. But at that point, you would kind of like to know, okay, are we going to win this division? Or are we, at that point, say the Giants are like three, four games behind the Dodgers. Do we want to start setting ourselves up for to make sure we can have Logan Webb or Kevin Gossman throwing that wild card game? So a lot of scenarios can happen those last couple of weeks. So e- e- either way, you kind of want to know by, at that point, or at least have like a 75% feeling of – how the division is going to shake out at that point so they can set themselves up. And, and that's a great point you bring up if the Giants are like, you know, hopefully not. Uh, God forbid they fall like three or four behind the Dodgers and it's pretty much <laughs> yeah. insurmountable at that point. But, yeah, it's over. you know, you know, uh, you know, barring a freaking miracle from the Padres or uh, the Reds, um, the Giants at worst are, are securing pretty much a one game playoff for the wild card at Oracle Park in San Francisco. So, you yeah. know, like you said, if the NOS is pretty much out of reach at that point, no matter what they do, setting up, setting up, uh, you know, whoever they want, whether it be Kevin Gosman or Logan Webb at the time um, for that one game wild card is, is more important because they're not going to fall to that second wild card. So no matter what yeah. happens, setting up that one game spot, Pitching wise is the most important thing. And you make a great point with that. So they can afford to do that, especially with those two off days, like I mentioned. Um, yeah, that, that's 
that that's how things can get really weird there in, in those in those last two weeks because yeah. but i mean you and i both know man like this thing's probably going to come the division's going to come down in the last couple days and there's nothing we can do about it and they just got to play it out yeah. it sucks <laughs> because know? it's like the, the giants and dodgers are done on september 5th it's like man couldn't we get them like even if it wasn't the last series couldn't we get them like in the last week or something like second or, or third yes. last series but yes. you know it just didn't happen that way um this year but so and then after those three with the padres uh colorado come or colorado hosts the giants again so the giants got to go to cores two more times before the uh-huh. end of this year and like we said before we won't take too much time on this one it's tough to win at cores yeah. but the giants are hitting home runs um you know like they have been all season long uh they could very much take at least two or three here so um i would i I'm going to say take two or three against the Padres and take two or three against the Rockies. I know it's cliche and it's freaking boring, but just keep winning series. Just keep doing what That's you've been doing all, yeah. just all year. You've been winning series. Just keep winning series. And this is what's going to give you the NOS crown. So yeah. um, do you agree? agree? Two or three in Colorado? Yeah, that's that. That's the goal at that point. I mean, it does not sit well in, in my stomach knowing they got to go there for six more games and, mm-hmm. you know, in September. That does not sit well with me at all. Too many bad memories there, but yeah, you take two or three and you get out of there. So day off on the 27th, then September 28th through the 30th, the Giants are at home for the rest of the regular season. Um, 28th through 30th, three games set against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, This is a series where the Giants could really use kind of like Either, either like we just mentioned, they happen to fall back a couple games and they're, you know, kind of cruising into the wild card spot. This is a, you know, a series where it could be like a, you know, a starter and Sammy Long and maybe even Tyler Chatwood gets a start and he makes it into yeah. a bullpen game or whatever. So they're lining sure. up their guys. But, you know, other way around, if the Giants still have a, a small lead on the Dodgers for the West, this is very much <laughs> yeah. a series where it's like, hey, let's go freaking sweep this three game set and put this division away now. So we don't have to worry about it, um, you know, against the Padres to finish out the season. Uh-huh. So uh, giants have done very well against Arizona this year. They're 14 and two. Uh, they've outscored Lord. them 114 <laughs> to 65. Uh, so run differential of 49 runs in 16 games. That's crazy. So that's they're beating them by an average <laughs> of almost four runs a game. So sweep the Diamondbacks, right? pretty easy there gotta sweep yeah i mean if it if it comes if it means anything at all you gotta obviously you gotta sweep that series i i, I can I, I don't know about you man but i i keep thinking that there's a that there's a real shot that they can end up uh having a, a one game playoff for the west and then having to go if they lose that game having to go play a wild card or same with same with the dodgers i can totally see it god uh, I didn't, you know, I wasn't even thinking about that, man. Um, it's because yeah, that's definitely a possibility. <laughs> it uh, happened to how did it happen to Washington a couple years ago? It happened to some team recently where that where they had to do that. I think they won both games. I I don't remember. Yeah, I'd have to look. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Yeah, definitely a possibility. And then you know we're leaking into October here, but it's finally game of the series. The Padres again at. Uh, in San Francisco for three to finish out the year, October 1st, 2nd, 3rd. Um, you know, this really depends on how things are. If the Giants are, you know, uh, three games up on the Dodgers going into the series, you know, it's win Friday and then stay healthy Saturday and Sunday. 
who cares mm-hmm. how those games finish. And then Great. it's, uh, you know, if they happen to be behind them, um, then then the whole series really doesn't matter. It, de- it depends. Everything depends on how close the Dodgers and the Giants are the entire rest of the way, um, especially uh-huh. if they stay in this little three-game window, which is yeah, you know, they, your average they major league now, series. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's right there. Uh, you know, go uh, – who knows? I can't even give a go win two or three here. Let's just see how it is then. And I know we yeah. did a lot of – I know we did a lot of – and you made a great uh, – you used a great phrase, like now we're looking really far into the telescope here. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I felt like it was important kind of just to look ahead at these final, um, you know, 30-something games uh, that the Giants have. Uh, I think they have 34 games left. Again, 10 of them against the Padres, uh, just three against the Dodgers. But most of those 13 games are in San Francisco. So that's important. Um, that's the good part. Yeah, seven of the 10 are in uh, San Francisco against San Diego. And then uh, the three left against LA are in San Francisco. So, um, you know, a lot depends on health. A lot depends on, you know, freaking COVID. The Giants have really avoided, you know, COVID concerns until this last week. Obviously, uh, Donovan Solano was put on the the COVID IL. So he's out, uh, I think it's 10 days minimum, right? Before uh, he can be, I believe so, put back on the squad. So, Right. Um, the good thing is, is they dodged a huge bullet, which I, I said to you guys the other day in the chat, uh, in our Giants Chatter admin chat, because um, I think only a, a hitting coach had to stay in New York, too. So it didn't really affect uh, anybody else, because uh, I'm pretty sure, and, and we don't have to get into the, you know, into the woods about it, but, you know, being vaccinated is very important this year, because if you're not feeling anything, you know, you get to keep playing. So that's important in a stretch run for for the Giants right now. Right. You know, and you're, you're around the, the, the same guys, you know, every single day. So, I mean, remember when they came out of the all-star break, uh, all those Yankees out, out, out there in New York, like there's like seven or eight of them, you know, who were, who were sick. It's like, damn, what, 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 what these guys do, you know, on their three, four days <laughs> off, you know, and, and then, like they went out and probably, you know, did, did, a, did a bunch of stuff with some people they haven't seen in a while. So yeah, when you're in that <laughs> bubble, when you're in, when you're, when you're with your, you know, your, your, your team every day and, and, the, and the same group of guys, you know, and then like, like you said, the giants clearly, you know, with only Solano, you know, getting, you know, getting sick, you know, that's, they got really lucky and yeah. ho- hopefully, hopefully, yeah, they can, you know, avoid that the rest of the way. Cause man, that would, that would really suck because they're having a hell of a year. It would suck if it came down to that and they were to lose a handful <laughs> yeah. of guys because of that. It's like, dude, seriously. Um, Come on, guys. I, I wanted to wrap up on this because uh, this is kind of straightforward and to the point. To, uh, two questions. Number one, Giants hold on to the NOS because. Give you a reason. Oh, I'm going first. All right. Yeah, you're going first. <laughs> they're going to hold on to the NOS because uh, they're – their bullpen holds up, you know, they've, they've proven their bullpen's proven that even with starting pitching being shaky, you know, they can, they've been, been able to withstand these games where they've had to go four innings, you know, with, with Kevin Gossman struggles and Descafani's, you know, struggles and get, getting, you know, hurt in his ankle there in, in that Mets game. And they had to take over and throw eight innings. They should have won that game too, by the way, sure, like that, was, yeah. that was, that was a tough loss. But they have, they have 
the bullpen has just been nails and yeah, they're hitting home runs and you know, they're, they're doing all, all that good stuff, but, but the starting pitching has been, you know, dicey at best, you know, this last month and the bullpen has really carried the day and got, got him out of some real tough situations. And you're asking a lot of these guys because there's a full month to go. And, you know, we saw it last night, you know, you know, Tony, you know, Tony Watson, you know, didn't look as good as, as he's been since he came, came back to, to the giants and Zach Littell had had a big mistake last night. So if, if they can get, get, get back to how, how they've been doing in August and in July, they'll, they'll win the division. They will hang on and they'll win the division because they've, they're, like I said, they're basically the reason that they're at this point. It's not the starting pitching, and really, it's not. They're having, they have been tearing the cover off the ball lately. You know, the last couple of weeks, you know, they've been struggling to score runs, but the but the home runs have been there, and they've had some some miracle wins late in games, like against the A's, where the bullpen has what what Gossman throw last Saturday, four and a third on through eighty two pitches, and Harley and Castro comes in and throws, you know, two and two thirds scoreless innings, you know, between the the fourth and the sixth, you know, just just to keep him in the game at that point, just so Lamont Wade can get have that shot in the ninth inning against Trevino. Yeah. I mean, they, they've been doing things like that lately, and it's not just been McGee and Rogers, or even Dominic Leone. It's been you know, Jose Alvarez and Zach Littell and Tony Watson and Harley Garcia and you know guys like that. They've, you know, they're a big reason why the Giants are still in first place. I think the Giants hold on to the NOS. Um because of actually the starting pitching. I, I feel like, you know, going into this season, I was a big advocate that this bullpen would be much improved. That's already proven. Um, I know you were on that train too. You, you thought that the Giants, yeah. the Giants approved, improved this bullpen enough um, to that it was going to be able to be um, good enough. I mean, to be honest, and it has been overall. Um you know, I, I feel like uh, what they do with the lineups, platoon-wise, obviously that has worked um, up until this point, and I know that's something that they're going to live or die by. In talking about living or dying, they're going to do that with the home run. I feel like, and yes, I I know that there have been games where the Giants have struggled to score runs, but um, I'm not really concerned about that. I know that they're going to get Longoria back soon. Tommy Tommy Lastella looks like he's starting to, you know be Tommy LaStella that they signed and, and wanted. Um, and there's yes. plenty of other, you know, Chris Bryant's been huge. Um, yes. Uh, the Giants will score runs and they will hit for power. I think they hold on to the West. If they, uh, you know, Logan Webb continues to do what he's doing. Kevin Gosman comes out of this every other, you know, funky kind of stretch where, you know, one start, he's good. The next start, he's, not awful, but not good enough. And, you know, like you said, he's getting pulled after five because he can't throw strikes. Um, yeah. And his split, you know, guys aren't chasing after a splitter because there's not enough bite on it. Um, nope. It's about on the plate. So I think it's all on their starting pitching. If, the, if like I said, Webb and Gosman are there. Um, Discofani stays healthy and he's back and thrown in the mid-90s. And then obviously Cueto is good for two out of every three starts the rest of the way. And Alex Wood just doesn't get killed, <laughs> you know. Like, I, right. I feel like I feel like if they just are above average the rest of the way, starting rotation wise, it's probably going to be enough. Especially, you know, if they do end up taking two or three against the Dodgers. Um, sliding into my last question, I'll, I'll go first here. 
The Giants okay. give away the NL West because, and I'm going to stick with the same thing. It's because the starting pitching finally does fall off. Logan Webb goes to back to being a, hey, he's too young. We don't know what to get from him guy. Kevin Gosman continues to do what he's doing right now, which is every other start. DiScafani right. may not be healthy. Cueto's health, who knows? And then we're relying on guys like Sammy Long, um, who looked good in his last start, but who knows, you know? So I, I think the bullpen and the offense are sustainable. I'm not too concerned with them. The success and the failure will come down to the Giants starting pitching. Okay. Yeah, I think if they give it away, it's – for me, it's the simple fact that they – that they stop uh, hitting home runs. You know, if they hit the long ball for the first time all year, it gets away from them. You know, they, I mean, the, that Mets game two nights ago, I mean, that was a, that was a great, a great example of kind of how the giants have been all year where they get out there, they put a little, little rally together and they, and they, and they did, you know, they, they took the lead on, on Darren Russ hit, but they had bases loaded, nobody out and they don't score again. You know, you got, Chris Bryant, you know, up up there, you know, striking out. You have Tyro Estrada, who's who had, who had a three three zero count, and decides to take two just fat fastballs like right down the middle. It's like, come on, dude, this is an RBI situation. What what are you doing up there? Like he's yeah. this guy just pu- pumped in two straight fastballs, and you're not swinging the bat. And then he then he chases you know a, you know a, a breaking ball on the outside and grounds into a filter's choice, and they get that run the run out home, and the Giants end up not scoring. And but the long ball has saved them repeatedly with their inability to, you know, hit sack flies and you know play play small ball at times. So if if they for whatever reason, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but if they lose the ability to hit the long ball, yeah, they're going to lose this division. You know, there's 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 not enough time, and they haven't proven to me that they can score well enough in other ways. It's a good point, and it's that's why we are hearing the term "they live or die by the home run." They've done a lot more living than dying um, this year, but yeah, I mean that's it's a big aspect of uh, their offense and their source of home runs. I think they're still right at about 51 percent of their runs have been via the long ball this year. So um, that's insane. It, it is. It really is. I mean, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> I mean, well, I, we got to wrap, but we're looking at they've scored 622 runs this year. So that means, you know, about 310, 315 runs somewhere in there. 320 runs have come, you know, from from home runs. So, uh, yeah, it's insane. But hopefully they just keep hitting them, man. You gotta remember what Jeff Kent always said, man. The money lies in the lies RBIs. In the RBIs. <laughs> just, get, just, just get the freaking RBI, man. You'll get hit the ball in the park every time, man. Like <laughs> runner on third, one out. Just get that run home, please. You know, Situ- situational hitting. I know the Giants went through that stretch um, where runners in scoring position they they were really bad oh, at. It. But I remember um, that. Yeah. Yeah, if they if they can, you know, they got a guy on second, find a way to get him in. I don't care how you do it, just do it. Um, so. But if yeah, yeah, if they keep in home runs, then yeah, it's all it's all good. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. So yeah, hey man, uh, as always, uh, love uh, podcasting with you. Um, so this is this is gonna be a fun final stretch here. I think thirty four games left. Uh, let's just continue to enjoy this ride, and hopefully uh, sure. the Giants can you know, uh, make up for last night's loss against Atlanta and, and win today and tomorrow and take another series because, you know, the whole, to sum up 
this last 49 minutes of episode 49 that Rob and I just did, just keep winning series. They keep winning series. They will win the National League West. So Sounds easy enough. Sounds easy enough. Just keep doing what you've been doing all year. Hey, if you're not joined up on Giants Chatter on Facebook, make sure you are. The link's in the description of the episode below. Uh, yeah. For uh, Say Hey Rub. Say Hey Rub. Wow, I am rub. so sorry. Rub. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> dog. And I'm dog. <laughs> for Say Hey Rob, this is Say Hey Doug. Go Giants. Go Giants. Don't get swept. It's bye-bye, baby. Every time the chips are done. It's For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.